Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. As always, thank you for listening. And please don't forget that L.A. Blackburn does have books on Amazon as well as a Patreon page. Any support that you're willing to give would be gratefully, gratefully accepted. So, have you ever thought that life seems to be like a hurricane? Have you just ever felt that way? Like, just the winds are just about knocking you over, and things inside the wind keep hitting you from different directions, and you, every time you turn and try to protect yourself, you know, something else hits you. I've felt that way. <laughs> I've felt that way. And if you have, then let me say this. There's something interesting, always wonderful, about nature and about the things that scare us in nature. Being a hurricane, that's pretty blooming scary. Anyone that has seen one or been in one or even been on the edge of one knows uh, they're pretty scary. But inside, inside, the eye of the hurricane is absolute calm. Is absolute calm. And that, that, my friend, is where God is waiting on you. It's inside the calm of the hurricane. Life is going to have the winds, the objects, the problems, the pains that occur. But, if you walk with God in the calm, then, and you stay away from the walls of the hurricane, you know, then you avoid the wind and the objects and things of that nature. Now, that's easier said than done. Let's look at a story about someone... It was with God in a storm. It's one of my favorite, favorite uh, stories in the in the Gospels, in the Bible, but in the Gospels. So it's in Matthew fourteen, and for anyone that knows, this is commonly referred to as as Peter walking on the water. That that seems to be the you know the big thing. But there's so much going on here. So I'm going to start with verse 25. And it says, And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, he being Jesus, them being the apostles, and they were on a boat, okay, in the middle of uh, the Sea of Galilee. And he was walking on the sea, it says. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. 
But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, come, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, or he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. And when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Now, I'm going to have to back up for a second and maybe even correct myself on on some because I said this was the uh, apostles, but it says disciples. The apostles were disciples. Many times it says disciples. That means there could be others other than the twelve. Okay, But usually, traditionally, what you end up seeing in a lot of paintings and so forth is the twelve apostles in this boat. But here's the thing. I'm sorry, that's that's a bit of a tangent, but here's here's the situation. So, evidently, there was wind, and significant wind. In fact, if you uh, read up on uh, the Sea of Galilee, which is really in... To be quite honest, in most terms, is is kind of a lake. But the issue is, uh, winds come up because of the geography of the area and can be pretty powerful. Anyway, the interesting thing is, is uh, f- first of all, you know, it sounds like Peter's testing Jesus (laughs) you know because Jesus has already said hey it's me don't be afraid and Peter you know you gotta wonder what's going through Peter's head because he's like you know I've been with him so long but maybe not Um, part of that I think leads back to verse uh, 26 because they said it's a ghost so Many commentaries basically say, okay, what Peter's really trying to do is verify that, yeah, it's Jesus and not some kind of apparition or maybe even a demon pretending to be Jesus. But in this situation, uh, you know, that's kind of why he's trying to do a little bit of verification. And Peter, bless Peter, it would be Peter to do that. He's he's just he's just the guy. And he said, "Lord, if it's you, because you're like scratching your head, what do you mean if it's you? 
again, you know, you wasn't sure if this was some kind of spiritual mumbo jumbo going on with with demonic forces or something, or or maybe he was seeing something. But the thing is, he said, "If it's you, command me to come to you on on the water." And he said, "Come." Then he got out and walked on the water. Now at that point, when he put his foot on the on the surface of the water and started walking, I'm thinking maybe he got convinced. But here's but here's the problem. He was looking originally at Jesus, but then it says in verse 30, he saw, what did he see? He saw the wind. It's a pretty powerful wind. And he was afraid, and he began to sink. And he cried, Lord, save me. Now, this statement's always kind of made me scratch my head a little bit because uh, Peter's a fisherman. He's out in the boat a lot. He knows how to swim. So I'm thinking this must have been a lot of some pretty significant uh, wind throwing up some pretty crazy waves that would just you know pretty much just sink him. So he cried, "Lord, Lord, save me!" And Jesus reached out his hand and took hold of him. Then he, Jesus asked this question of him, which I think could be asked of us. Oh, you have a little faith. Why did you doubt? Now, let's go back to my other metaphor for a second. And that being a hurricane. Because really, life now, with a lot of the things that's in it, it's a lot like a hurricane. Hurricane, there's not a lot of controlled things going on in a hurricane a lot of stuff is flying around houses trees people cars animals flying around in this hurricane pretty horrific kind of stuff and it's scary if you can imagine seeing a hurricane at a distance or even on the television with the weather scope, you know. Scary. Can you imagine what it's like from the inside? If you've ever seen pictures of the inside of the eye of a hurricane, there actually have been some people crazy enough to fly inside the eye of a hurricane. And uh, it basically looks like a big circle, of course, but it's a solid wall of dark cloud crazy stuff flying in there and what's what's really amazing is in the center is calm it is really calm and here's what I'm going to say about being with God in the eye of the hurricane first of all it is calm but you're not alone. God is there with you. Now that's the first thing. Second thing is, when you're in the eye of a hurricane, you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to what's going on. Because even if you're in the calm, the calm is a very specific area. And if the hurricane moves, 
you got to move with it. God is not static. God moves also. Literally and figuratively, he moves people and he moves physically in his spirit has things to do, missions to do, people to save, a kingdom to expand, a world to prepare for his return. So, number one, if you're in a hurricane, find the eye of the hurricane. If your life feels like a hurricane, find the eye. Of the hurricane. And I'm telling you, God will be waiting there. In fact, God will be calling for you, trying to pull you out of the swirling, deadly winds into the calm. But you can't stay one place because the hurricane moves, just like life. Life moves on, it doesn't stay put. It moves. You have to see. And and here's the thing. Like Peter, he got distracted, right? He was looking at Jesus, and then he started looking at the wind. If you get distracted, and you're in the eye of the hurricane, guess what? The hurricane will move, and all of a sudden, boom, you're in the wind again. Getting swept up and battered by everything in there. So you have to move with the hurricane. In some ways, that kind of runs home the fact that, I mean, Jesus said, in this life, you will have trouble. He says, they hate me, they're real, you know, they'll hate you too. <laughs> A believer will have trouble. That doesn't mean, you know, you have to, just like it. You know, gee, I got beat up five times a day. I feel great. No, God understands. We have pain. And He's there to heal it. But you gotta walk with Him. You know where God stays? He stays in the middle of the hurricane. But here's another thing. And this 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 ought to be a head scratcher. God is greater than the hurricane. Jesus was on a boat with his disciples, and the boat was starting to sink. This is another story. And they woke him up in a panic. You know, Master, we're sinking. And he said, Again, I believe. Oh, you have little faith. <laughs> he turns to, to the storm and he says, Be calm. And it was calm. God is bigger than the hurricane. More powerful than the hurricane. So, when you're in the heart of the hurricane, you have to pay attention. You have to keep your eyes on God because when He moves, 
He's moving with the hurricane. He's staying in the calm. And he's showing you where the calm is. So, walk with him there. Now, there may be some days where the wall of that hurricane gets awful close. You know? And some stuff will start snapping at you and maybe smacking you or hitting you a little bit. Okay? But just double check. Find out, hey, where's God? How do you do that? You look at his word, you read his word, you study his word, and you pray. That's how you check where God is in the hurricane. And he'll call to you. And you'll know. And now, some people are probably thinking, what do you mean that way? God's going to audibly call to me. There are some people who say they've heard Jesus talk to them. I'm not going positive or negative on that, but here's what I'm going to say. Everything comes through his word and is tested by his word, by the uh, revealed word of the word he's given us in the Bible. So, prayer and Bible study first. Now, it's nothing easy. It's nothing easy about being inside a hurricane. But you can, and God can, get you through it. And one day, what you'll see is God will turn to that hurricane. Jesus will turn to that hurricane and he'll say, Be still, and the hurricane will be gone. Okay? And then it'll be you too. So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you. And encourage you to keep on speaking it on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.